Hello there. This is Pooja from Yonago again. It's great to connect with you again. So today I want to talk about the creative process like I promised earlier and about how we can attune ourselves for more creativity not just with our art but also with every single aspect of our lives that warrants a creative approach. To start with, we are all creative beings. To be creative does not only mean to produce art of the highest kind that the whole world eventually would talk about one day. Creativity is an everyday act. From the moment you wake up in the morning to the moment you hit the bed at night, you are creating either with your thoughts or actions. Even when you're asleep, I believe there are creative faculties at work. Your subconscious mind is doing its own thing anyway. To get back to my previous point, creativity is as much in the ordinary as it is in the extraordinary. You can be creative with how you take a shower. You can be creative with how you fold your clothes. You can be creative with how you write that email to your boss. You can be creative with just about anything banal, even with the way you scratch your cheek if you think about it. So, given that creativity is such a crucial part of our waking lives, how do we get more comfortable with being creative? How do we tap into that creative side all the more? Today, we are facing blocks of every kind emotionally. We're also blocked creatively. So I'm going to go on this thought experiment today and talk to you about how you can possibly untangle the creative knots in your mind. Maybe you are stuck on a story. Maybe you're stuck on a relationship problem. Maybe you're seeking creative solutions to a problem at work. Maybe you just want to be simply plainly effortlessly creative. Okay. So let's look at some ways we can approach the creative conundrum with more ease. Although I did talk about creativity being part of the ordinary, my focus in today's podcast will be about how you can be more creative with your art. But I really believe you can apply this to many things in your life interchangeably. Okay, let's get to number 1. Number 1 is Don't make your art your life. I think this is really important. Often when we attach an excessive degree of importance to something, we block ourselves from experiencing other possibilities, other lines of thought of experience. So for example, until I moved to Vietnam about a year ago, I was eternally obsessed with how I would get better as a writer. I was always reading, I was always listening to podcasts and videos on creative writing. I was always trying to write. Of course, these things do matter. Definitely they matter. You got to put in the work. But when I moved to Vietnam, I actually began experiencing life. I went out to meet friends more often. I had more dinners with with my coworkers. I took lots of walks on the bustling streets of Ho Chi Minh City. I ate a lot of new food. I traveled a lot. I did some incredibly insane things I never imagined I would do. And then I realized something in me was being freed. 
and that obsession with being creative changed into curiosity about my creative self. My experiences became the fuel for my creativity. And I believe I became a better writer as a result. So yes, don't make your art your life. Make your life your art. That's number one for you. Number two is integrate stillness into your existence. So I believe everything in life began in a moment of stillness. All the noise we associate with being human, all the movement we associate with being human actually began with a moment of stillness. When you are still, you become receptive. If you've never practiced stillness or have trouble integrating stillness into your waking hours, meditation is a great place to start. But even if you don't meditate at all, you could still bring awareness into your day every now and then. So start small, take a deep breath, do the dishes with more awareness, listen to your friend's banter with more attention, look into your baby's eyes with more curiosity. In the process of bringing awareness into your waking moments, you eventually, inevitably, bring stillness into your being. And in that space of stillness, something emerges out of nothing. And that something is all you need for a good creative start. Number three is very important and very obvious too. Develop an affinity for quality. So creativity is not magic. It's not magic 100%, you know, it's, it's just sheer work. It's sheer practice. So although attuning and aligning go a long way with the creative process, nobody ever gets there without pulling their pants up and getting on to work. Is there something you can do for your creativity every day? An hour a day practicing the piano, an hour editing that rusty old story, an hour with your canvas and paintbrush, an hour engaging with the best in your field? When you practice with passion and commit to producing quality, you respect your innate creative genius. And that genius will only but respect you back. Okay, so that's all from me tonight. Hope you had something to take away from this. Yes, yeah, so, so the creative process is essentially a relationship we, we have with ourselves. And it's very important to nurture it in every way possible. And uh, I hope my suggestions helped you today. And you can also do a self-analysis and think about where, where your blocks are coming from and, and what you can do yourself to deal with them. Because the best discovery will always come from within, right? So, thank you very much. Let me know in your comments what you thought. And until I see you in my next podcast, this is Pooja signing off. Good night. <laughs>